Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Finding My Voice. Now, today it's my birthday, so I was going to talk about, uh, I had lined, I had something like negative and boo lined up, but I'm not going to do that today because it's my birthday and something really, really nice happened to me yesterday and something not so super fantastic happened today, but I'm going to save that and do that, the, the, a ranty thing, uh, maybe ne- maybe on Thursday, uh, the next episode, episode 10. Uh, but this one was great. It's my birthday and a lot of, you know, I've got a lot of happy birthday wishes and stuff and that's all lovely. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm recording this on a new microphone, which I am reviewing, which is also very nice. And yesterday, um, as I was picking this microphone up, uh, oh, it's a, a it's a Blue Yeti X, by the way, a really nice microphone that I'm going to be using for this now. And I'm going to put a review on the MioGaming.se, MioGaming, it's in Swedish, I review stuff there. Um, so if you know Swedish, you can check that out, uh, MioGaming.se. Uh, but that's not for this place. Like, I want to talk about when I picked it up, because uh, this package was sent before that game went through. So the, the package was sent to my dead name. So I needed to have, you know, my, my driver's license, which hasn't been updated yet, along with a paper from Skatteverket, um, uh, the Swedish IRS, basically. If it's in America, it would be IRS. Uh, that proves that my what my new name is, and it has my dead name on it so that I can compare them, right? Uh, and I was dreading picking the package up because... It's really terrible to having to dead name yourself, you know, to bring out your old ID with your old name and when you were hiding, you know, the wrong face and everything. I mean, it's the same physical face, but, you know, it's terrible to have to dead name and misgender yourself by giving them your um, uh, old ID. So I was dreading picking this box up. And when I went there, like, I just, you know, bit the bullet and said, yeah, I'm picking this package up. And they said ID. And uh, I gave him my driver's license. And uh, he just looked at it and looked at me and uh, and he just added, oh, and yours as well. And I'm like, uh, pardon? Well, if you're picking up someone else's package, I need their ID and your ID. So can I see your ID, please? Your ID, please? And um, I'm like, seriously? Like... He he held my old ID with my old name and looked at me and he couldn't fathom the idea that these two are the same people. And I actually had to, oh, no, that's actually, wow. Um, oh, um, and I took out the, the, the IRS papers like, look, I just changed my name. That's the old me. That's the old name. And, you know, this is my new name. So that is me. And it's like, this is you. I'm like, yeah, this is you. And he just, he looked dumbfounded. And I'm like, Wow. This is amazing. And I've picked up packages in that place before. This person has seen me when I was pretending, well, you know, when I was in the closet. And he just couldn't fathom that I was the person on the picture in that card. And oh my gosh, that really made my day. That was really wonderful. And I know I might sound hypocritical here uh, because uh, the other day, uh, when I, when I had an episode about, um, when I called the bank, you know, the problems with the bank card and the name change. And the first person I spoke to at the bank just couldn't wrap her head around someone changing the name from a male sounding name to a female sounding name. And they just couldn't wrap their head around it and had to explain it for them for minutes before they transferred me on. And I was just dumbfounded that, that, uh, people in the, in, in customer service in this day and age 
aren't even aware that trans people even exist. That's just weird. And this was kind of the same situation, except here, he was looking at me and just couldn't even think the thought that the person in front of me is a guy. And that's so ridiculously uh, validating, because I know I... I have a long ways to go. I also have come quite a far, quite far too. But sorry, I, I just I, I that made me feel so good, so great. Okay, um, so that was a really happy story, and I will save the the other stuff along with a rant about things that need to change about Sweden. Stay tuned for the angry one next next um, uh, next episode. Uh, so that was my lovely, lovely transition-related part of this podcast. Um, and uh, I've actually received a question for Sapphire, one of the characters I introduced myself as. Um, I introduced the character in first person, I think it was the last episode. And uh, my friend had a question for that character. He asked, what was it like to find out you, you are a princess? And uh, okay, I am going to go into character and answer that. And after that, I am going to read a poem that I wrote as the character after that moment because I think that can be fun I did write it so I can read it um, although this was before I started writing sonnets this is just in pentameter and it's not quite as sophisticated as the other ones but I'll let, I'll let Sapphire explain that alright here we go back into character what was it like? I mean it was so weird of course it's weird can you imagine it happening to you? it wasn't only like the fact that hey you're a royal um, it's also like the whole other whole package of, of a lot of things changing because you know, I told you I think when, when I introduced myself I, I did say the thing with um, that I always kind of felt a bit wrong and after that changed back into who I actually am it felt like it was weird at first, but then I realized the wrong feeling was gone. But that took a little while because, you know, I grew up a Septimer who, who, who was a boy. I thought I was a boy and I thought I was a young man, right? But things were kind of weird and strange. Like all the other boys were like, hey, you should you should look want to look at her, you know, boobies. And I was like, okay, why? And then it's like, got a little older and I was like, like yeah, don't you really want to touch her in places? And I'm like, um, I, I don't know. Because everybody thought that's that's kind of how you f you're supposed to feel, and it's just so confused. And I made sense of it, like looking at my educational material, which were fairy tale books, and they were kind of clear, like that uh, when things are weird and confusing, everything is said right with true love's first kiss. And I figured, yes, that's what miss what's missing. I need to save a damsel in distress and kiss her, and they will fall in love, and then things will make sense. And then I find out that there is this missing princess who was kidnapped years ago and no one's found her yet. And I was like, wow, it's perfect. That's where we're going with this. All right, so I'm going to find this princess and, you know, save her. And things will make sense. Um, that's not quite what happened, as you know. Um, like, um, we found out that like the princess has been hidden from mortal eyes and we had like a tracking kind of artifact that glows when she's near but it was broken because it always glows like of course i didn't know then but it's always close because i was always near it so i it was always glowing when i saw it i just because i never saw it go out well, okay you understand and then there was this other artifact that had locked like a perpetuating spell i think the word is um that kept a spell going and that was a spell that hid the princess from mortal eyes and I figured, yes, if we destroy this artifact, 
she will no longer be hidden and I can find her and save her and I destroyed the artifact and boom! I'm a princess. That was super weird. Uh, as you can understand, as, as I've already said, um, like, well, first of all, it's all the body stuff. Yeah, like, the first thing you noticed, I noticed, was, it was my butt really hurt because, yeah, my butt got much bigger and my uh, my trousers didn't quite stand up to the task of containing it. Luckily, luckily, I had a long tunic, so, you know, didn't get naughty. <laughs> uh, but, yes, it was a ripping effect. Um, and then, oh, yeah, the next thing... Uh, of course, there's bodily stuff like uh, the body shape and definition and the voice is weird. But the first really big thing I noticed is when Kirith, um, I haven't spoken about him yet, but that, that's a later story. Uh, Kirith, like when he had to go, he kissed me on the forehead and I was like, oh, whoa, your mouth is like all the way up there. That's so weird. Because, <laughs> you know, because he was taller now because I was short. Like he wasn't taller. I was shorter. And that was just wow. And there's also the obvious things like like when you run, like when you're on the outside as a boy and look at it, it goes, ha, ah, boing, boing, boing. Boing, boing, boing is not the impression when you're actually doing it. It's more like, ow, 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 ow. So that was less good. But, yeah, bodice kind of helped most of that. Uh, hang on, what was I? Oh, yeah, princess. That was just the body stuff. Uh, that had nothing to do with princess stuff. All right. Um, so at first I thought, you know, I wasn't the princess, obviously, because, you know, there's like this whole thing where some people that kind of look like the queen a little bit or the king a little bit could just go to them and say, hey, I'm your long lost daughter and just get the inheritance money or just, you know, buy themselves into a better life because nobody knows what the princess really looks like when she's grown up. But they always manage to suss that out somehow. And I thought maybe this is it. Maybe I found someone who had a spell to make themselves look like the princess and to fool the king and queen. But... Uh, I ended up accidentally putting that spell on myself. That turned out not to be the case, and I am really the princess. And yes, we went to mom and dad, and it was I was worried because uh, we were traveling with a guy named Ori, and he's not very nice because he kept... He was nice to me before, but after I changed, he was like, oh, boo, royals, yeah, and he hates royals, and um, uh, he says all royals are like inbred vampires, and I'm pretty sure I'm not a vampire. And, but I got really worried that my parents might be evil because he said all royals are evil, but they're not. They're sweet. I really love my parents. They were so nice. Um, and it was super weird to go to the palace and they showed me my room. Um, well, my childhood room. Like, yeah, I got, I got my own room. That's not that room because I'm not a baby, obviously. And oh, oh no. Like one thing that really got to me was when I saw their bedroom. And there was a crib by their bed. And I was like, oh, you have another another baby? I have a sibling? Uh, other than Charity, obviously, because Charity is also my sibling. But like, I thought, oh my god, they got another baby? And they were like, no, that's your crib. Because, you know, we didn't want to get rid of it because we didn't want to lose hope. And I was like, you've been sleeping next to an empty crib for 16 or 17 years? It's like... Oh, that's so horrible. And it's like, and then, okay, where was I? I, yeah, they must have missed me a lot. Like 16 or 17 years next to an empty crib. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> I think that's what affected me the most. Actually, finding out I was their daughter, like the fact how much they must have missed me. Because I didn't even know I had someone to miss, you know? And, and I, also the kingdom's a bit of a mess because there's a war going, so the kingdom's kind of poor. I mean, the palace is not poor. 
but the people are like, boo, uh, we're starving and stuff. And my dad's trying his best, but it's kind of difficult. And there are like assassins that blame him and they want to kill him. So we have to stop that. But I think I think I can help here. I think I can help turn these things around and maybe even help broker peace and maybe, maybe help like winning over the people. Because I know my father's a good man. I just need to rebuild the bridges, and I think maybe maybe there is a thing like fate and fairy tales after all. Like I know, I know, I can seem kind of stupid for for believing the world's a fairy tale, like in the books, right? But 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 maybe maybe that's fate. Maybe I grew up learning these things not because that's how the world actually is, but because that's how it could be. You know, I can maybe I can help bring some of that happy ever after in. You know, like because. I really want everyone to, you know, feel free and happy and valued and no one should starve, you know? And I think that's a really good thing that I came back and maybe I can help things for the better and charities helping and Lysar, you don't know who Lysar is, but yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, so yeah, all in all, uh, how does it feel to find out the princess? And the answer is pretty good. All right, I got the poem. Like, all right, when I wrote this poem was right after I kind of changed into uh, me, the way I, what I am right now. And in the beginning, my head was all over the place because I was afraid I didn't realize this was who I was supposed to be because I was so confused. And the poem isn't my best. Um, it's not that sophisticated because my head was messed up, but I do kind of like it because it reminds me of a big moment in my life. All right, here we go. The tales that stood the test of time are nothing like this tale of mine. It all seems simple, loud and clear. A hero fights in spite of fear. He conquers villains, saves the day. If odds be frightening, come what may. And then he climbs the tower tall to save the maiden, win it all. She'd look into these eyes of his before they share true love's first kiss. A kiss that makes all ends make sense. And life's strange twisty turns past tense. But after all my travels far, To reach that ending, reach the star. The heroes won, the villains slain, The happy ending should remain. But how could I prepare to see The damsel in distress was me? The answer like a lightning struck, And left me asking, oh, what the f-f-fork? Okay, I didn't, I didn't write fork. I wrote something else. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with fork. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> um, I can take other questions or some other characters can take a question. But um, I'm not going to go out of character because I'm going to say goodbye. And um, I love you. I will uh, talk to you later. Bye-bye.